Inside every one of us, deep in the soul, are the dreams we have for ourselves. Dreams of what might be, of what we might become, and how we might change the world by changing ourselves. You can achieve whatever you can dream. All it takes is a plan and the right teacher. Welcome to Success Left a Clue, the inspiring podcast from Robert Raymond Riopelle, who has traveled the world for over 15 years, unlocking the dreams we all have. And now, here's Robert. Welcome, everybody, to Success Left a Clue, episode number 27. Of course, this is Robert Raymond Riopelle, and I want to welcome you back to a very special, this is a part two episode Last week, we had a special guest by the name of Greg Montana talking about the chaos modules. And this week, we're actually going to continue that conversation and do the second portion. Because last week, we taught you what it was and we helped people get an understanding of why they struggle and why they get bogged down. Well, and it may have overwhelmed a few people of like, now that I'm understanding it, how do I handle it? So this week, we're going to get into the step-by-step system of instead of resisting chaos, how do you make sure you flow with chaos? Instead of getting bogged down, you embrace chaos. So without taking any more time, let's get back into it and welcome back on to this podcast, Mr. Greg Montana. Well, welcome back, Greg. Wow. So, you know, people, whether they're listening to them as they come out, so they're a week apart, or I know some people might be listening to these back to back, and I know there's vibration going on. So in the last podcast, we talked about the cycle of evolution, the listening, the awakening, the knowing, the chaos. Now we want to dive into, instead of people getting overwhelmed, because I know it's easy for people to do that when they learn something new. I know from you that you actually have a step-by-step, a way to help people actually cooperate with chaos. And that's what we want to cover on this podcast. So, Greg, are you ready to rock and roll? I am ready to go, man. I love this cycle. This has been, I, I got to say, this has been one of the most powerful and profound things I discovered, um, you know, during the thousands of hours of meditation. I was like, I was just, you know, meditating on, you know, that everything has got a purpose. And I was looking for what is the purpose of chaos? So uh, let's do it. See, so now I'm going to ask you a question because you just brought something up. Now I, I got to get the answer to this. So you just made a powerful statement. And yet, it's taken me years to really drag this out of you because you don't really put this out as much as, and I'll, I'll own it. This is my belief. You don't put it out there as much as I believe the world needs it out there. So why do you think that is? If you find that, that it's been one of the most powerful things you ever came across in those 15,000 plus hours of meditation that you did as a monk. Well, you know, I'm in a, in a fascinating <laughs> Not at all, man. In fact, it it really doesn't. I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, we go through different phases. I think when we're in our 20s, we're we're, we're really about, you know, what's the difference I'm going to make in the world? And when we're in our 30s, we're actually going about doing it. You know, it's like just just like the listening, right? Listening in our twenties, we we got to learn. People are telling us you can't go out and change the world. You got to you got to earn your you know whatever. So there's this phase of like exploring and seeing what we love to do and what we want to really dig our heels into. When we're in our thirties, we get busy. We're kind of thirties and forties. We get busy. We're doing it. We're really making that contribution. I'm in my fifties now, and I'm in a new phase where I actually am am living life by invitation instead of me living my life willfully. I'm letting life with, live me. 
And mm-hmm. we've been studying, my wife and I have been studying some amazing stuff. Like, you know, there was a time when you were my mentor and you were incredible at helping me, like, get, get results. And, and in, an, in an incredible way, I felt so inspired working with you. And it was like hearing you talk about possibilities. And I was in that zone where I wanted, I was hungry to get things done. And now I'm in this phase where, you know, Cameron and I own a bunch of property. We have cash flow. So we don't worry about, you know, whether we're going to be broke. We don't worry about next month. And, um, you know, we're in a new phase where we're, where we're in life. I used to, when I was in my 20s and 30s, I was like, I need to accumulate millions of dollars so that if anything happens, I'm prepared for it. And then you learn in your 50s, well, wait a minute, that's not really necessarily the way life works best. The way life works best is when I can dance with life and I can, you know, go through this like listening, awakening, knowing chaos for myself. Uh, we've been studying Course of Miracles. We've been studying Byron Katie. We've been some amazing teachers that are helping me dismantle all the things I know so I can hear and listen. <laughs> where does life, where is life inviting me, right? Love. Now, you and I have been talking about for five years doing this module. And yes. then you called and you said, hey, Greg, would you be willing to share that now? And I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with whatever life has, especially oh. when Rob's involved, man. I mean, you, you have been so fun for Cameron and I, and I can't tell you. We have, we, it's just like everything flows when you and, Ro- when you and Roxy and Cameron and, and, and I are around because there's an intention that doesn't require willfulness. You know, yes. it's, it's one of the things I think you've mastered, Rob. You set your intention and you use joy and heart and fun and things just manifest because the universe loves that. The universe loves love. And so this is a phase of my life where, you know, as far as the chaos is concerned and, and going out there and proving it and writing material and working on my website, I'm just, I'm just enjoying the flow. I'm like when I'm, I, I'm receptive. If I'm in the listening phase, I'm actually listening. If I'm in the awakening phase, I'm waking. If I'm in the knowing phase, I'm actually busy and cooperating with that's the time to get busy and do some work. And if I'm going through chaos, I'm letting it all go. I'll go, I'll, I'll do, I'll do the one thing during the chaos cycle that we're going to be talking about on this call yes. that will yes. catapult you with fun into the, nice. into the reality that chaos is designing for you. You know, and I just, I've already, because I'm always learning from you. I'm always learning from you. And one thing that you just hit me with that really just got me is living life by invitation. Because how many times do we try and force the way we want things to go? We try to, it has to look like this, it has to go this way. And we try and force it, and yet all of a sudden here we are, and now we're living by invitation where we allow it to be, and that's a much stronger thing. That's what I love. And so... You know, I'm glad that you brought that up because that is very, very, very powerful. And so, Greg, give me another example. Go into, now, let's go back to the life cycle and how their numbers come into play. Well, okay, so the life cycle is, um, we've got one is like we're in that listening phase. Things are getting better and better in life. Two is we're at a peak. Three, four, five is, you know, we're, we're in our confidence. We're getting things done. We're pretty sure where we're headed, but things are getting a little rough because we're feeling like maybe we're stuck or we're feeling a little stale or uh, bored. And then and at the bottom is six, which is where we're just lost. This is crazy. Like, we don't know what's going on, happening the way they are. Seven is on an upswing where it's like we've just come out of chaos. And we all know what that's like. It's like, wow, man, I just a week ago, I was, in, I was crazed. I didn't even know what, the, what was going on. But you can tell that you've passed through it. So we asked everyone to pick a number. 
If you're at seven or one, that means that you're in this upswing. You feel like life is, is, is getting better. If right, you're at two, gonna, that I'm means actually, you're at all time high. I'm going to pause you for a quick moment there because for those cool. of you who maybe for whatever reason just listened to th- this episode, you didn't get episode one of this series with Greg Montana. I had people visualize a, that everything's energy and you've got a wave of energy that goes up. It curves, it comes back down, goes low, curves and comes back up. And when you've got this, because everything travels in frequencies and vibrations, and when you've got this frequency wave and you draw it where there's a bubble above and a bubble below, you draw a line halfway through so that it kind of separates the two. Then take that your, uh, numbers and put one at the beginning where it's starting to climb. Two is at the crescendo, the, the, the top of the wave. Three, four, five takes you on the downslide with three above the line, four basically on the line, five just b- below the line. Six is at the very bottom where the, the wave is now turning back up and seven's on the way back up. So this is your life cycle. And this is where we'd ask people where you are right now in your life, just in general, which number would you be? Would you be the one where you're starting to climb? Two, you're just like on top of the world. Are you feeling that three or the four or the five kind of like things are starting to, as Greg was explaining, going downwards. You got that six at the bottom where it's just like life is just what's going on. Or you're seven, like, okay, I just got through this. I'm starting to go up again. So I just wanted to bring them back to that. Sorry to interrupt, Greg. Carry on. No, well, thank you for clarifying because, uh, because that really does paint a better picture. Um, so, you know, if you see that cycle and you're, and you're in that phase, you've got seven or one, seven, seven or one. Uh, you've got two at the peak, six at the bottom, three, four, five in the middle. So now that you've picked a number, so where, where, are you, where are you right now? What we're going to be talking about now is since, since you, in the first podcast, learned that there's a listening that leads to an awakening, awakening leads to a knowing, but knowing is where we're stuck. And usually we can't listen when we're stuck in our knowing. So nature has created this thing called chaos to break us out of our knowing. And so now let's talk about whatever phase you're in, what can you actually do to really cooperate with that? And... Uh, uh, you know, and you were talking about life, Rob. You know, when I was in my 20s, I was like, I got to find the answer. And when, when I was in my 30s, I'm going to get things done. And when I was in my 40s, I was going to generate a request, which was like all about, you know, make, having an impact, but generating a request so that I have a lot of business. And now that I'm in my 50s, I'm listening again. So I'm in that phase where I've come out of quite a bit of chaos. I've had some, you know, businesses that Tamara and I tried to start and some were successful and some weren't. Now we sort of found our zone. So let's talk about the sine wave and how it, uh, how it relates to those four phases. If you are in seven or one, that means that you're in the listening phase. That means that you're naturally, that nature has got you in this phase. And I want to point out that when you're in listening, when you're in that exploration phase, don't try to do the knowing thing. You know, like I love Tony Robbins' massive action, but that is actually three, four, or five in the knowing phase. If you're seven or one, you're in the listening phase. And that is a time to create, to explore, to make plans, to write down a to-do list, to, you know, to actually um, to figure out what's going to be next and what's the big vision. If you happen to be at a two, that's where you're in the awakening phase. So this is a time when you want to enjoy, to relax, to plan a vacation, to make a reservation at the spa, to, 
uh, have some downtime to say, you know what, for the next week, I'm just going to, I'm going to go on long walks out in nature and make sure that you set aside time to enjoy and let settle all the things that you just created because you're just coming from the listening phase and you're going to the knowing phase when you're at awakening. So awakening at that peak, you want to stop, you want to let it, because it, it is pretty short-lived. It's not like three, four, and five. Three, four, and five are the knowing phases where you're going to do. You're in your confidence. You're going to take action. You're going to actually make phone calls, meetings, documents, phone calls, meetings, documents. You're going to get together with people. You're going to implement your plan. So listening, create, explore plan, awakening. Okay, I've got my plan. Let me, let me really center it. You know, when you watch the Olympians, and they're going to they're going into their final meet where they're really going to get busy doing they go through this period where it's like they've worked hard they've worked out now they they actually take a break they go have some fun they go out and you know have a little fun at night and their their meet is tomorrow they don't they just they just relax they they're light they don't uh you know they don't start studying really hard the night before they they're going to give it a little give a little space then the next day they're in their zone and that's when you want to, you're in your confidence, you're going to do, you're going to, you're just going to massive action like Tony Robbins says. Now, when we're in that knowing and we've got our blinders on and we're focused and we're not going to let anything discourage us, typically the human organism will make that last too long. They'll try to say, you know what, I'm going to keep this car for 10 years. Well, nature is committed to your evolution beyond you being comfortable or safe or just, uh, you know, getting bored. So nature will throw this chaos in the mix. And here's the beauty, and nobody ever guesses this. If listening is the time to create, and awakening is the time to enjoy and relax, and knowing is the time to get busy and do something, what is chaos the time for? What can we actually do to cooperate with chaos and enjoy that there's a new path that's going to be more evolutionary for us, and have lead us to more self-actualization. Guess. Well, see, and now you've got me on the edge of my seat, even though I know the answer, because that's exactly <laughs> it. This is what people miss. They think they have to go from that knowing to listening again. And you know, while you're saying that, what came to my mind is it's exactly what happened to me in 2010. I had stepped back in 2008 to take a hiatus. I only planned on taking a year off. That year ended up turning to three and a half years, and I got comfortable. I was so in the knowing phase. Just, I don't need to do anything. I want to sit on the deck. I want to play cards. I want to relax. I just want to enjoy life. Uh, and I wasn't getting into that, do that, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing when I'm in the knowing phase. I was so comfortable and chaos kicked in, in the form of the dog attack, where the dog basically clued me in. No, dude, if you're not doing what you're good at, it can be taken away from you that quickly and chaos kicked in. And instead of getting upset at it, I went, okay, why did this happen? What is the lesson? Because that's one of the things that um, I think we touched on the last podcast, but I can't remember. So I'm going to say it again, is understanding that no matter what phase you're in, understand that everything happens for a reason. That reason is there to serve you. So if you actually think and ask yourself, how is this serving me? What is my lesson from this? You actually can then dance with the module instead of resisting it. You can actually exist with it. You can actually enjoy it. You can actually create that wave or flow with that wave instead of trying to swim upstream. Again, I, I just kind of went off. Am I on track? Am I kind of there or am I way off? 
Well, you're totally on. You're totally on. In fact, what happened when you got bit by the dog is you you went into that complete chaos. And what it ended up doing was it destroyed your paradigm, right? You got this, I'm in this safe flowing paradigm. I've made it. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm just going to go take it easy. And, uh, and I, you know, and I got to be honest, Rob, I've been, I've been there in my life for a few things. But the beauty is that since I know what to do during the chaos cycle, I've learned to constantly volunteer for chaos. And here's how you're going to do that. If you happen to be in, if you wrote down six, five or six on your piece of paper, if that was your number, then you are either in chaos or you're heading for it right away. And when chaos strikes, the purpose for chaos is to end a period that is not working for you. It's to get us off our butts because we've gotten comfortable status quo and get us busy. So the thing to do during chaos is to consciously destroy some aspect of your life. And here's what I mean by that. Is there a time to clean out the garage and throw all that crap away? Is there a time to fire an employee? Is there a time to end relationships that aren't working for you, that are abusive for whatever reason? Is there a time to get rid of that car, that clunker that's costing you $1,000 a month when a new lease, brand new car would cost you 300 So the answer obviously is yes. So now if you if you can, you know, there are people, I know people that, that they drive that darn old stupid car forever and it is literally killing them with the expenses or they're living in this house because my mother and my grandmother lived in this house. And it's like, you know, the house is practically on the edge of a cliff because the water's eroding things, you know, and this is what happened with my sister. She's out in Nantucket and literally the, the land that her house was on is now, is now waves lapping on a beach, right? And she held onto it for as long as she could, but chaos was there and it's saying, you are no longer going to live in this house, period. Too comfortable. So if you consciously can pick any aspect of your life, because here's the truth. The purpose of chaos and entropy is to get you to evolve. Now, if you don't, like Rob, he, he, just, he was just cruising along. We're going to, you know, chaos, the forces of nature are going to send a pit bull to bite you on the chin, right? Or... Or it's going to send a hurricane or a tidal wave or, you know, who knows, a Donald Trump, you know, whatever it is, it's going to, it's going to take us out of our knowing and into a whole new phase. And we can resist and get angry and it shouldn't be this way. And it never, I was, this isn't my plan. The damn car was supposed to last 10 years instead of seven. But if you can say, hey, you know what? Let me cooperate with this. I can feel it's not, it doesn't make sense to hold on to this anymore. Let me cooperate with this. And you just say, I'm going to get rid of the damn car. Just leave it. Just walk away from it. Call somebody and say, you know what? Come get that thing out of the garage. You wanted it a year ago. Just come take it. I need to make space in my garage. And, you know, there's a time to fire that employee. There's a time to, to move on. And yet here's what's really funny. Everyone I know, they know how to create and make a plan. They know how to enjoy and, and go to the spa. They know how to get busy and work a to-do list. But I don't know anybody that's really good at consciously saying, I'm going to destroy this so that chaos doesn't have to come destroy something for me. And it'll pick something that you may not be expecting. But if you pick, and it doesn't care what area of your life, this could be an area of, you know, it could have to do with health or fitness. It could have to do with finance. It could have to do, who knows? I went through this because I, I sunk my entire life savings in a cure for breast cancer about seven years ago. 
And Tamara and I, Tamara was looking at me a little bit crooked. She was like, are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, you know what, hon? It just feels right. And in my heart, the second I wrote the check, I was like, this is right. This is what I need to be doing. And I didn't have the money. And in that, during that phase, Tamara and I struggled a little bit. We were like, oh, my gosh. You know, it was a little bit month to month for a little while. And then we ended up getting back on our feet a couple of years later, within a year, actually. And, and uh, we just found out literally one month ago that the entire life savings is gone. The cure for breast cancer we invested in, there was the trials didn't get approved. They tried four or five times. They sunk more than like a half a million dollars into just trying to get the IP protected. It's, it's gone. It's, there's nothing. And they let us know. So at first I'm like, oh no, how could this happen? You know, Tara, this is what I was expecting. This is going to be my nest egg, you know, whatever it was. And then I said, hey, Tamara, we got, we got a huge tax write-off for the next seven years. We're not going to have to be taxed for seven years. So, so, so here's like the, you know, the, the, the chaos. But notice, I volunteered to get rid of something that I could have just made my life easy. The second I did that, I was at peace. And Tamara and I struggled. But it invented, it, we did it together, and it brought us closer. And so love grew, which probably wouldn't have happened if we were just still cruising. So exactly. the cycle is listening, awakening, knowing, and chaos. You can volunteer for the listening phase by creating, the awakening phase by enjoying and relaxing, the knowing phase with an acts of confidence, and the chaos phase is take something in your life and end it. It's time. Move on. And, you know, and, and it's interesting, since we did the webinar last night, what's been going through my mind, because I'm always looking at life lessons. You know, we talked about this last night. I love to observe. I love to watch people and watch the actual cycle go around me, what's happening in other people's lives. Because, of course, we're not always just in one cycle. We have hundreds of this cycle going on inside of us. One part we might be in listening, but another part of our life, we could be in chaos. Another part we're in knowing. Another part we're in awakening. So I'm watching people with interest. And one of the things that came up with me is like, okay, this could be overwhelming for people. How can we make it simple for them to get started, and especially on the destroying something? And all of a sudden it hit me. Because you and I, even though we said we weren't going to talk about politics last night, it did come into a little bit because of what's happening in the U.S. But what a perfect example. One of the reasons there's so much what people might think is chaos right now is because you've got two sides. And I know there's more than that, but I'm going to keep it to two sides. Two sides of knowing going on. One side that's knowing that this was the right action is going to be better for the country. And the other side of knowing that this was the worst thing to happen for the country, and because they're both in their knowing, one side's not going to com um, convince the other side. And so this is where all this strife w is coming into place. And so all of a sudden it's like, so how does this happen in our own universe? Well, I, I look at it and I go, isn't that interesting? When I have a thought in my mind that I know is the thought, until I'm willing to let that thought go and say, Maybe it isn't the end-all, be-all. Maybe I could learn something new, and I'm willing to let that belief go to actually destroy that belief, to be open to something different. That's, a, you know, I'm going to trade it in. Often now a new reality can come into place because there's knowledge that I don't always have because no one knows everything. Right. And it, it really hit me, and, and especially like in the arena of personal development, 
here in Alberta, we're going through a tough downturn because it, the economy is going down, and yet people are stuck in the, I've got to make the $40 an hour or else it's not worth me working. Well, you're unemployed. Yeah, but unless you have a job for me at $40 an hour, okay, but you're unemployed, you know? And, and <laughs> until they're willing to let that go that, you do something to move yourself forward because the economy for you isn't going to support a $40 an hour starting position, where can you start? And letting that you know, Rob, go. It's, it's funny, Rob. I mean, if, if, you were, if I were to show you certain aspects of our lives, uh, of our lives there's, there's certain parts of our life you would, go, you would be shocked at how simple and, and how modest certain parts of Tamara and my life is. And, if, and like for, I'll give you an example. My, myself and Tamara and her dad live in a house that is less than 1,000 square feet. That house, however, is on a lake with a beautiful patio, and it is my dream home. I mean, literally, and we have these giant uh, pine trees, these uh, redwoods that are right outside our door on this rather small lawn. Magic loves it out there. And we got a rope swing that goes like, or it's not a rope swing. It's actually like a, a love seat that goes 30 feet in the air. And, and I go out on that thing and just feel the breeze as I'm going back and forth. And, and I got to tell you, man, it is, I have never been happier in my life. Tamara and I are taking care of her dad, so there's a sense of purpose. We work in his business. We, when we get an invitation to go speak, we have a few of those lined up on the calendar this year. We're, we're off doing that. And it's like it's basically, like I said, it's living by invitation. Yes. And, and I'll take what you're saying, but let's take it another step. I'm going to give you a very simple formula, and you tell me if this is true for you. I discovered a long time ago, because I'm a guy that really can get stuck in my knowing, and so what I learned was that when I'm in my knowing, that know-it-allness, can you feel the tension of it? That's a conclusion and an expectation. It's tight like a fist. And what I learned is that every time in my life that I was miserable, it's because a few weeks earlier, I had conclusions and expectations that I was hanging on yes. to, and I wasn't being open and fluid. Now, if people were to compare me to you, you, I believe, are really happy most of the time because you're so damn courageous. And this is what I've discovered is that that knowing, those expectations and trying to cling on to that is a stuckness. And here's the beauty. Misery comes from conclusions and expectations, but the happiest periods of my life have been when I was curious and courageous. And I will ask everyone that's listening to this, you go to a period in your life when you were supremely happy, and I'll bet if you rewind a week or two, you were doing something courageous. You were doing something curious. You were like exploring something new, but it was courageous. You were, you were like, oh, my God, I've never done this before. It was risky. Now, and for, for you, Rob, I, you, know, you have probably, I, if I were to take the top five most courageous things I've done in my life, you probably are part of three of them. <laughs> as a mentor you've made me do three of those five most courageous things in my life and they've been the most rewarding and 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 this is just like and it's so much you have so much fun you just laughed because you're watching me go through it right but you do it yourself you walk your talk so here you are you're in alberta you're watching you know this this economy but you're willing to be curious and courageous and say hey man all right so you're not going to make 40 bucks why, why set your goals to make 50 in the down economy? Why not look at what is the heart looking for? Maybe yeah. the whole economy is giving all of Alberta a break to just sit back and, and reassess and go through some contemplation and figure out what do you really want to do with your life? Yeah. So that instead it. of just getting the – yeah, 
Instead of a high-paying job, what if you had a job you loved that paid you enough to feed your family and have free time? What the hell? That's true wealth. I used to think true wealth was, you know, having, dis having disposable income. And I'll tell you, man, there was a time when I had a boat, two jet skis, a sports car, a customized van. I was a pilot. I was about to buy an airplane. And my life was so damn complicated. I was like, oh, my God, I got to get the boat fixed this week and the jet skis and then my airplane's got to be serviced. And that damn thing's costing me 30 grand a year. And I was like, all this, it was, it was insane. And my life right now is so incredibly simple. It's just, <laughs> I have all the time in the world to spend with my wife. And we're looking at the crazy, all I got to do, if I want some insanity, all I got to do is turn on the TV. <laughs> that's all. And, and that's it. And that's it. You know, and it's, it's after you and I did the webinar last night at two or one o'clock in the morning, I actually recorded another podcast that people, if they've been going up through, it was episode number 25. So before this, and it was titled um, Vulnerability, what's your side B? And are you willing to tell your story? And it's just what you described is because, especially with social media today, it's so easy to see the greatest hits of everybody. The fun that they're having, the jet skis, the boats, the cars, the sports cars, everything like that. And But like an LP, the old LPs, the, all the greatest hits were on side A, but side B had their other work. And that's the stories that you don't see a lot of from people where they're being vulnerable and saying, hey, here's what's great about my life on side A, but you know what? Here's where I could use some support or here's where I'm having a tough time. And that's why, to me, it's so important. One of the biggest clues of success is having people that love you and know you and are willing to hold you to a higher standard because they can see things that you're not seeing when you're so involved in it. And you, as you're talking about you know, my life, one of the reasons I feel blessed to have Roxanne is because when there's the times where I go through my hard side Bs, she's there to show me what's not working in my life because I'm too much in it. Because I get stuck like everybody else. And that allows me to then right. have my happier time. And you know, this could be a whole other episode, but here's what we're going to do. Because we could go for hours and hours. And, and it was even suggested last night um, by my business partner, Jason, amazing gentleman. He said, you know what? I want to just record you and Greg. So Robert and Greg just talking about politics. Because it would be a conversation <laughs> unlike what people would expect. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to put that challenge. Maybe we do that one day. Because even though it'll be about politics, I guarantee it'll have nothing to do with politics. Are you up for that challenge? Oh, my, my God. Oh, dude, I, I think we should. I, it'll it'll be like Abadan Costello, who's on first. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. So, look, I want to thank you. I want to thank you. You know, not only allowing people to understand listening, awakening, knowing, chaos, but how to cooperate it with by that listening. That's the time to create, explore, plan. The awakening, that's the time to enjoy, relax, vacation. I hope people are writing this down. These are critical clues, critical elements. When you're in the knowing, that's when you have that confidence, but you do, you take that action. And when you're in chaos, be willing to destroy, give away, trade in, timely endings. You know, that, those are critical things. So, Greg, this is just the tip of the iceberg of the amazingness of who you are. I'm going to put it in the show notes, but why don't you tell our listeners, if they want to get more information from you or dive deeper into what you just taught, where can they find you or where can they find your information? Okay, so before we do that, I just want to ask one thing of the listeners here. Take out your calendar. And if you are in that listening phase, I'm going to ask you to 
schedule for tomorrow sometime to create a, a new plan. If you're in the awakening phase, I want you to schedule for tomorrow that you're going you're gonna to go get a massage or you're going to plan a vacation. Mm, if you're yes. in the knowing phase right now, take out your calendar and put to, a to-do list 10 things you're going to get done before noon tomorrow. And if you're in the chaos phase, right now, on your calendar, write down what's the thing that you're going to end or destroy or, or just get rid of. So, and if you want to know more, if you want to get in touch with me directly, you know, um, I'm, you can go to this, uh, this, if you want to see this module, I would recommend you go to zapmylife.com. It's the chaos model. I have one of my URLs, one of my websites is pointing right to it. Since you mentioned it here, Rob, I really love serving your community. Um, just out of gratitude for everything that you've done and the mentoring and the coaching that you've given me in my life that has just literally uh, helped me to evolve and, and be the best me I can be. So if you guys want to go to zapmylife.com, my contact information is at the bottom of the page, my cell phone number and email address. You can, you can uh, you know, contact me anytime, text before you call and, and or send me an email. If you have any questions about the chaos model, let me know. And, and I have so much fun with this man that's putting these podcasts together. What I'm going to ask you to do is if you want more of me, hound him for us to do something more together because I love this guy. <laughs> I love it. Well, cool. And I'll make sure that that contact information, the website address is in the transcription of this episode. Thank you again, my friend. You are amazing. And I can't wait till the four of us, you, me, and the girls get back to Universal Studios and just play with the minions again or go to Disney World and hit the roller coasters and all that because we do know how to have fun. So from oh my know, goodness, <laughs> success left a clue, Robert Raymond Realpel. Thank you, everyone, for being a listener of this podcast. Greg, you're amazing, and I look forward to doing more with you, and I am more than happy to do more. So thanks, everybody. Have awesome, a great bro. day. We'll have you on the next podcast. Ciao. You've been listening to Success Left a Clue with Robert Raymond Riopel, author of the soon-to-be-released book, Success Left a Clue. We hope today's inspiring message brings you closer to your dreams. To access program notes and helpful links, visit successleftaclue.com. Turn your dreams into reality. Please join us again for the next episode of Success Left a Clue.